at some QBs. This is episode 123. We are talking Major League Baseball midseason report, getting you primed and ready for NFL training camp. We've got some punches to throw, a lasso, and a bunch of buzzer beaters. Check us out. Leave us a five star review. Watch us on YouTube. Thanks for being a fan. SMQB's episode 123. Perhaps, perhaps you hear a little excitement in my voice tonight. I have a really good trivia question. This uh, is a really great one. Okay. All right. In the expansion era, three times has a pitcher struck out the first four batters he faced in a game with all four batters having been named to the all-star game that season. So four strikeouts to start a game, all strikeouts against All-Stars that season. It's happened three times since 1961. Randy Johnson. No. Nope. Okay. Well, hold on. Good guess, hold on. Though. Wait a minute. You just played the Rangers, right? We did just play the Rangers. Is, this, is that a hint? It's a Patrick Corbin answer. It is actually true. Patrick oh. Corbin is one <laughs> oh of the God. three. But this is disgusting. But it's yes. happened three times. So can you name the other two? Since when? When was when the expansion era began? Nineteen sixty-one. Mm. First, uh, catfish who? hunter. No, no, no. That was a that great was, guess, by the way. Was it somebody pitching against the Yankees? Obviously. Uh no. Was it someone pitching against the Dodgers? Mm. Milk. Yeah. This is very disappointing. Milk. Whoa. Is it a rape? Oh, yeah. David Price. Nope. No. It's not Price. No. Nope. Bob Gibson. Blake Snell. Nope. You got to go back a little ways. Oh. The race? No, take us back to a good pitcher back then. Oh. Was he a lefty? It was May of 2008, Milk. Oh, my God. Did Tampa have a team? Oh, oh, um, ah, uh, oh, fuck! Did he throw a no hitter? He's thrown a no. Oh God, you I guys know, know the answer him. to that. Can you please put us out of our misery? All right, yes, I will put you out of your misery. All right, first, you're right that it was Corbin just this past weekend striking out Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, Josh Young, and Adolis Garcia to start the game. Then you had on. September 3rd, 2002, Roger Clemens striking out Johnny Damon, Shea Hillenbrand, Nomar Garcia-Para, and Manny Ramirez. Okay, and my, then, guess, my guess is uh, Matt Garza. Nope. Oh, my. Scott Casimir. Oh, oh wow. Oh, God, I forgot. Striking, oh, out, striking out Ian Kinsler, Michael Young, Josh Hamilton. And Milton Bradley. So the Rangers Rangers on the distinction twice? Twice, yes. That's that's crazy. Milton Bradley. Wow. That that was a good one. That's a crazy stat. That's a good one. Congrats on on that. Was that this weekend? Yeah, it was it was this weekend. Congratulations. Yeah. Patrick Corbin setting records left and right. Would that bring his ERA under six? He's (laughs) under five. He's under five. And he's he's got these bizarre this bizarre thing going where he has an insanely great start and then an insanely horrible start. I mean, like his last six follow that track. Not, I mean, not like mediocre or anything, either lights out fantastic or like a softball pitcher. Sounds like Domingo Herman. Yeah, right. Exactly. By the way, isn't it, isn't it funny that from your world series team, the one pitcher you have left is Patrick Corbin. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I know. Well, technically, we have Strass. He's still getting paid. Yeah, uh, getting right. paid handsomely. Are the, are the right. Rays going to so make Bobby the playoffs? Bo. 
Are the Rays <laughs> yeah. going to make the playoffs or no? Oh, we're we getting an MLB right now. MLB, well, let's well. do it. It's it's All Star break. It's it's uh, home run derby tonight. Uh, let's let's do it. Are the Rays an- collapsing? I guarantee you the Rays make the playoffs. They and the Orioles own the AL East. It's over. Oh, that boy. sounds like a rejected Yankees wow. fan who is throwing wow. in the. Uh, let me tell you something. There is nothing better in this world than a Yankees fan who's throwing the towel in on the season. By the nothing. way, our our the brilliance of our owners and GM solve this problem is to hire a new hitting coach. Ah, that's, okay. that's, that's the one major tweak. You know what was helpful is that uh, Aaron Judge is hurt. How long is he out for? That'll he's help out for guy. the season. I think we're done. You, from think, a toe? you think he's out for the season? Yeah, I think he's from out a for toe? the season. Yeah. Oh, if he's my out for the God. season. You are done. Uh, those toe injuries are. Tough. He was supposed to have surgery, and he rejected yeah. the surgery. Ooh. Oh, oh hmm. my God! Wow. Well, it's a, it's a good thing they didn't sign him to a five hundred gazillion dollar contract <laughs> last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Um, I mean, what's going on in baseball? Milk, are you guys going to collapse? Um, I, Possibly? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I will tell you this. Obviously, we said this over the weekend. Pitching is everything, I think, was the text. So the Rays had an unbelievably hot start, as we all know. I think since like May 19th, they're 500. Yeah. Maybe even like a game above. But we've lost three starting pitchers. And it pitching really. I mean, look, we we had to start a twenty one year old over the weekend who got against the Braves, and you know he got waxed. And so if we don't, Rasmussen's out for the year. Springs is hurt. McClanahan's coming back in like a couple weeks probably. But if we don't get, I think we have to make a trade to get somebody. Louis Severino. Yes, I like Stroman from the Cubs. That would be awesome. Um, But you cannot rely on, you know, yesterday, the Brave series was a great example. The the Rays have the potential to put up 10 runs a game every game, right? They're bats, but you can't rely on that because it's it's not going to happen. And if you don't have good pitching and you don't have quality pitching, we – in the beginning of the season, we were winning the two to one, three to two games. Now you see it. We give up, you know, we'll give up five, six runs now with inferior pitching, and we and we're losing. And if we don't turn it out around, the Orioles are going to take the lead in the AL East. It's just a matter of time. Um, I think we're in real trouble. I think they have to make a trade, and we are not equipped to make trades or spend money. No, you guys, if you're trading, it's usually a not a good thing for you, right? It usually I mean, means well, you're giving away have, players. We have we have a stacked minor league, as you know. So we we've got some some equity there to, to give away, but but I mean we can't spend money for sure. So it, it's gonna be look, the Orioles are hot as shit. Hottest team in 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 MLB. They've been the biggest surprise, I think. I mean, I don't know who would disagree with that. The Reds. Well, the Reds. The Reds would disagree yeah. with that, but Diamondbacks might sure. too. Yeah. Just with the history. Bernarami the last... definitely would. Yeah. Bernarami <laughs> wants to beat you up <laughs> from that comment. The Diamondbacks, <laughs> they suck. <laughs> they, won't make, they, won't, they won't make the postseason. Um, but I don't know. I mean, what, who is y'all's biggest. Let me ask you all this. Who's your biggest surprise, disappointment, and has your World Series pick changed? I'll say this. uh, The only thing better than a Yankees fan giving up on the season in July is a Mets fan who thought that they were going to win it all, and they suck ass. I mean, the Mets... It's Now, they've made a little run lately, but it's just they're just too far back. I, I For me... While we all said in the beginning of the season when we did our preview that the, the Mets, you know, that something will always happen, it's still somewhat surprising just how bad they've been so far this year. I think that I think the Mets and the Padres are two pretty big surprises. Well, isn't that like the 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 Family Guy thing, right? Where they throw the first pitch at opening day for the Mets, and they're like, "There's opening day, the first pitch, and the season's over for the Mets." And the season's <laughs> over, and their best pitcher just got hurt. Yeah. 
I agree incredible. with the Padres. I think the Padres are the are the biggest surprise. Um, you know, they're not totally out of it, but I mean that they're pretty far back at this point. Uh, that's that's a major disappointment there. They've got a big series this weekend. We're they all do. Yeah, they do. All Come on into Philadelphia. Let's, let's go yeah. San Diego. Let's turn it around. Turn it around. <laughs> I, I agree with those surprising disappointments. The positive surprises for me, not so much the Orioles, because they were turning it on last year. They were we could tell they were a good team last year. But the but the Reds and the Diamondbacks are huge surprises to me. And God, I think the Reds are the story of the year. That that play this weekend where De La Cruz stole second, third, and home <laughs> in two pitches. Two pitches yeah. were thrown well, during that Hayes. time that he th- stole three bases. Just amazing. It's exciting. The one where he went third to home was really like a little league play. You know, it was like, like a the, play. right where you're kind of running down the third base. And if the pitcher's not paying attention, you just go all the way in. Yeah. I, used yeah. To, I used to be so mad at those managers that would let the kids do that. But the major leagues, like, that shouldn't happen. No, no that should not happen. No, but they were just so pissed that they had given up this second steal on one pitch at that point or two pitches. Yeah. But he is really just electric to watch. I mean, he is he's something else to watch. I mean, in all positions. I mean, he his arm, I saw him live last weekend, I guess. And uh I mean his arm, oh my god, bananas. Yeah. And they just drafted the second best pitcher in college coming Who's out that? in the draft, right? The guy from uh Wake Forest with the long hair. Yes. Oh I yeah. That's right. Yeah. What's his name? Um Rhett Louder. Yeah. But the crazy thing is as I mentioned a couple pods ago that now the Reds are such a pleasant surprise. They're not even they're not only filling up the Cincinnati stadium. Now people are going to the visiting stadiums to see this kid. Like yeah. how crazy is that? The Reds are putting people yeah. in the stands when they're on the road. Right. 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 Uh, Bison, you probably heard of this guy for the uh, Diamondbacks, but I haven't. Uh, Zach Galen. Did you know about him last year? Your pitcher? Zach Galen. Gallon. I thought you I, I thought you Gallon. Yeah, I know who Gallon is. I thought you were going to you were going to get into Corbin Carroll. No, I, I Corbin Carroll has made the All-Star team as a rookie yeah. and it's probably going to be rookie of the year. But I didn't know who Zach Gallon was until until this year. He leads the league in innings pitched and in um walks and hits the lowest number of walks and hits per inning. And he's only six in he's the sixth lowest ERA in the league. In the in, in major league baseball, not the league, not the national and league. And he's starting and he's the all-star for game the, for the National League yeah, against Garrett yeah. Cole. On and he's on the Diamondbacks, for God's sakes. I mean he's, uh, they don't get much attention. So I, I just had not heard of him before. Well, he's got a two point seven war, uh, which is the seventh highest wins above replacement for pitchers. And he has the sixth lowest ERA, uh, and he's got 11 wins, which is tied for the most in the in the National League. Um, what else? His walks and hits uh, per inning pitch ratio is is 1.048. So first in uh, League Baseball, right? For I, I think so. Yep. I mean, he's just every every stat is is up at the top or you know top three, and he's. And also he's top three in the national league in innings pitched. So he's, you know, he's actually going into the, into the games and pitching a little bit too. Yep. Yep. Story for all these teams, diamondbacks, all, all, you know, all these teams is going to come down to bullpen. I was having this discussion with the, Nick Verderami, you know, they, they really don't have a bullpen. So, you know, when milk is saying the, the rays need a fourth or fifth, pitcher right now you i feel like this year with so many teams in the mix you have so many teams that are buying and not enough teams with assets to sell both for starting pitching and back-end bullpen pitching i just you know the phillies need a fifth starter they're throwing out a young kid who 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 is not sustainable as as the solution christian sanchez he's doing okay but they need a real fifth starter there's not really anybody to be found and they need bullpen help. The Phillies went to the World Series last year on the backs of Jose Alvarado, Zach Eflin, and Sir Anthony Dominguez. 
None of them are playing for the Phillies right now. Eflin's on the Rays, and both Dominguez and Alvarado are hurt. Toby, so, we can help you with that, you know. What do you got for me? I got one Patrick Corbin. If no, you like him. <laughs> He's anything but relief. We'll throw, throw Steven Stratford in with the deal, too, if you like. <laughs> no, thank <laughs> you. I don't, I don't need a surgery patient. Oh, are the Phillies the victim of just being in a really good, good, good division? Like, we're so high on the Reds. But I mean, the Phillies and the Reds have the same record, pretty much. So the Phillies, Phillies and the Yankees have the same record, and I'm saying the Yankees suck. So the Phillies in the first half, well, yeah, were something like them. I don't know, whatever. They were basically 500 against teams expected to make the playoffs this year. Of the remaining 73 games, uh, 20 only 22 of the Phillies' remaining 73 games are against teams expected to make the playoffs. 51 are teams who probably won't. So that's how we made the playoffs last year. I think we went 16 and three against the Expos in the Nationals last year. And that's how we made the playoffs. You got to beat up on bad teams. And so a lot, Austin, the second half is going to be about against second half schedules. Okay. But what, why have you not talked about the Marlins? How are they? Oh, the Marlins. They have to be a huge surprise. Huge, huge. Yeah. Yeah. They, they 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 really have. I mean, I have to say, I went hitting. and saw them the other night, and literally got in, sat down to watch the game, and and looked at the Marlins, and was like, "Wait a minute, they're in a wild card spot." I, I like I I had no idea at the time. I was like, "Wait, what? Are you kidding me? The Marlins? They are. They can hit, and they are fast. Yes, by the way, a lot of power. Um, and you know, Pope." Pope, who we're missing, I think he'd complain who? that we're who? <laughs> uh, our, our European traveler. I think he'd complain that we're not talking about the Rangers, but I don't think that the Rangers are really that big of a surprise. I mean, they they spent money to get some super studs uh, in their infield, you know, in their pitching lineup. I, I Yes, they're a surprise in that they weren't nearly this good at all in the last few years, but I think they built the team the right way through free agency. I don't know. Are you guys surprised by the Rangers? Yeah, a little bit because they're the bit. Rangers. It's like in it's like saying the Jets picked up a bunch of great players and ha- are having a good season. That would surprise well, me because they're the and Jets. When, when, and when Degrom went down too, yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, you know, he Pope was despondent, right? When when yeah. Degrom went down, and you thought, oh wow, that's that's going to leave a mark. That was a big signing for them. So I, I mean I think it's a little surprising. Uh how Rangers, I got a Rangers also had a good draft. They picked up your man. Milton. Why are we why are we giving credit for for Pope being a Rangers fan? Oh no, no that's true. Yeah, this is absurd. absurd. That's true. He is, the question is he who is, is he rooting for in the all-star game since it's basically Rangers versus Braves? Well, I'm sure I it's the Braves because have... they have the best record in baseball right now. So he's a diehard yeah. Braves fan. Today. <laughs> slowly, if you've kept track, of, you got to watch him closely. If you look at the at the verbiage of his text, he is slowly trying to make himself a Rangers fan. Oh, yeah. See, you know, well, fortunately, oh, we, have a, we have an SMQB pod with his background being his childhood tickets to an Atlanta Braves game. And right. he is. we are not letting him forget that. No, we are not. I think he I'll... said we the other day. Do the do the Phillies have any uh, all stars? Yes, we have Nick Ooh. Castellanos, who's having oh, a yeah. great year in he right field. Yeah, and then we just had an injury replacement, Craig Kimbrell, who's fourteen for fourteen in save opportunities, who's having a great year. What is wrong with Trey Turner? He's not seeing off speed pitching, and it's embarrassing when he gets two strikes. He gets a slider. Uh, he cannot see off-speed pitching all of a sudden. It is crazy. Uh, my wife likes to say that she's a big baseball fan, and she believes it's it's a it's a weight of a contract thing that Castellanos had last year when we signed him to a big contract and then couldn't perform. And he's one year past that. Now he's doing great. Maybe Trey just needs to like get past the weight of the contract thing. I don't know. He's he's lost. <laughs> If you look at the three guys the Nats lost after the World Series or, you know, traded away or lost, right? Rendon, Turner, and Scherzer. Not sure losing any of those guys is so bad at this point, right? I mean, I, for, the, for the prospects. 
I have a baseball question for you guys. I was at the baseball game the other day, and you know how like the pitcher pitches a pitch, and then you've got the speed and the kind of pitch it was, you know, and like all the stats of the pitcher. When you guys grew up, did you ever hear about either playing baseball or seeing on the pitcher stats a pitch called the sweeper? Yeah, uh, sort of. It's just the what? It's just a curveball that that sort of moves like a, a different slow way. Curve. Yeah, that kind of cuts across more so than up down. As that was a new one to me. I'd never heard of the sweeper. Nobody talks about it on the TV. Oh, this guy's got a great sweeper. Who's like throwing a, the sweeper? It's like a, it's like a high wait, where, slider. Where did you see that? Where did you see that? At the wait, baseball game on the scoreboard. You know, where it says, game. oh, he pitched He pitched yeah. a 91-mile-per-hour sweeper. Yeah, so let me give, give you guys a little um, inside scoop on that. So I interned for the Rays, and one of my jobs, and I knew nothing what I was doing, was to watch the game and then put on the controller the in, the miles, miles per hour and the type of pitch. No way, you did that? And I was 19 years old. I knew <laughs> nothing what I was doing, and I was like, I was like, I guess that's a slider. I have no fucking clue. So I would put slider. So everybody would think like, oh, the guy just threw a slider. I had no idea what I was doing. But oh, some my intern, God. It's some intern at that stadium that's doing it. He has no clue. He doesn't know what a sweeper <laughs> is. He just thinks he's supposed to put that. This is Don't such buy a great revelation. Like yeah. Well, well, here's, here's what Bob Melvin says about it. He said it's basically just new age baseball talk. It's a slider. A slider probably has a little more depth and the sweeper comes across a little more. He says, so you throw you know, a 91 mile an hour fa- curveball. There's no such thing. Right. Yeah. Nobody, nobody's you're not going to hear that in the all-star game say, Oh, that was a great sweeper pitch by Cole. No MLB <laughs> Statcast created the new classification this year. Okay. So it is for new. the scoreboard. Yeah. But okay. it's, it's not, I mean, it's new. It's new as far as, that cast and all that, but there I've heard that term over the years. You know, it's just guys had different sorts of sliders and curves and sweet. I mean, they're all the same thing. They're all off-speed pitches that move, right? Who is your guys' new team? The new team's going to the World Series now, given where we are now. Forget about whatever we were wrong about in the beginning of the season. God, I'll tell you what, I really like Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta yeah. and I don't God knows who from the AL. Um, I would be, yeah, yeah I'll tell yeah, you right now, uh, the biggest team I'm selling short is the guardians and anyone out of the central. So it's not going to be, no that. one's above 500. I don't think in that no. division. No, I mean, don't you have to stick with the Astros? Right. I mean, yeah. right, right. I think I'm that's, out. I think it's going to be Astros Braves. Yeah. It's hard. You to do really that. God. I don't trust the Rays. I don't. And do you trust what about the Texas? What's wrong with Texas? I just feel yeah, like when they get Texas. to the postseason, they'll, yeah, they'll blow I know. Up. But they have a great coach. I mean, that guy can hold them together. I like the experience of Houston. I don't know. Well, who's okay? So, who's a surprising team that you think will make the postseason? Other than the Reds? Other than the Reds, the Orioles? Like, yeah, I mean, somebody who's not in, in a yeah. spot right now. Like, who's going to make a run and get in? Someone who's going to pull a Cardinals late season run? Well, listen, I, I, I did hear from uh, often uh, loyal watch listener Tad Thomas that he's ready for the Cardinals to turn it around and make it to the playoffs. Oh, Jesus. That's what he said. Not They're like 30 sure. games under 500. They're pretty far see, under. I could see Seattle. I mean, they kind of did that last year. I'm going with the Padres. Hot. I'm staying loyal. I'm going with the Padres. That I'd like to see that happen. I think the Padres. Indeed, that would be fun for baseball. I'm yeah. a little. Ner- I'm. I'm a little nervous about how the Giants are hanging around. The Giants make me nervous. They do have some timely hitting, some decent pitching. I. The Giants make me a little nervous. Can we all yeah. agree on one thing? That the Diamondbacks are going to crash and burn and just absolutely not. Oh if yeah, I had to pick second, one. There's no. If I no had doubt, to pick right? a team to collapse but, in the second half, it'd have to be Arizona. It'd be the it'd be the Diamondbacks. It has to be. Has to be. Or the Rays. One of the two. <laughs> Could be us. 
Oh, nerd. Well, okay. So all-star game tomorrow. Um, home run derby. Who's going to win the home run derby? Who do you guys like? Pete Alonzo. Yeah. Fairly safe. Uh, yeah. Interesting that Mookie Betts is in it this year. I think that's kind of fun. That Betts is, Betts is going to play. How is he? I, I mean, he can't win that thing. I don't, I don't know. That what, who do you got, Milk? Are you taking the guy behind you? I mean, I got to... No. I got to go with my my Tampa Pete Alonzo. Yeah. Oh, you're claiming him too. Okay, I got you. He went to my high school. Come on. His mom was a classmate of mine in college. I didn't know her, but my um, good friend... And that, that's, my roommate that's the story. Did. That's the story he's sticking that's, to. That's yeah. a pope. That's a pope stretch. All right. Yeah. No, I did. I did not know her, but my my roommate did. Do you guys know who the seeds are? So the yeah. one seed is is Robert Junior taking on Adley Rauschman, the eighth seed. Alonzo's the two seed going up against seven seed uh, Rodriguez. The three seed is Betts against number six Vlad Junior. The four mm. seed is Garcia going up against your guy, Arazarena, the fifth seed. Keep an I eye on Rauschman. I could oh. see Vlad Jr. I could see Vlad Jr. pulling it off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, he makes uh, Rauschman. Is he the Orioles catcher? Yeah. Wow. How is he in it? He has like he has like 10 home runs, right? Uh I don't know how many. Let's see. How many does he, he doesn't, have? He doesn't have that many. Oh. It's kind of a weird one. Maybe like a Rodriguez. Yeah, he is. Uh, I like Vlad. He's got the he's got the most potential. I didn't know Mookie Betts had twenty two home runs. That's a lot of home runs for him. I didn't realize that either. That's crazy. I didn't realize he had that many. All right, right, you guys got anything else on baseball? Go Phils. No. Anything other than that? No raise. Go (laughs) Phils. Fire Brian Cashman. <laughs> By the, the way, pre- I, leave I the prep love, kid alone. Leave I the love, prep kid alone. Uh, every time Rooster says something in a text, like this despondent, woe is me about the Yankees, he's like, we need to get rid of this person, this person, and Mike Stanton, blah, Giancarlo Stanton. And then and he hits two like homers the next day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then he's out the next day with a tweaked hamstring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, All if right. Aaron Judge is out for the year, we're toast. Talk about him. Talk about implosion. Rodon came back, pitched five solid innings, and we I think we supported him with zero to one runs. I can't remember which. Yeah, oh, you hate to see it. Baseball's taking its its midsummer break, and then we'll uh heat up again. And while that's happening, yeah, NFL training camp is is starting to come to people's minds, right? I mean, I, I got a God. I saw a thread. Is that what you say? A thread? Today yeah, that said that we are nine weeks away from the first game. Oh, God. Uh, and it'd be nine, nine Sundays away or something. We're only nine Sundays away from being from seeing Baker Mayfield take the helm and, and take <laughs> oh. can we can we push the season back some? Does it have to start <laughs> like a decade? Oh, Malik, Malik Willis may be available to you, Milk. That's oh, true. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm way more excited about fantasy football season starting. Yeah, me too. This is so. What what's what you guys, uh, Rooster? You've got a you have an exciting season for your Giants coming up. You got Darren Waller this year. That's a yeah. that's a big pickup for you, right? Right. I really think so. And to me, the the most exciting part of the change in the Giants is probably the most boring part: the offensive line. We get we picked up John Michael Schmidt at center, who could be. You know, oh, yeah. one of the greats at center. And his name is my name too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Thomas is rounding out into a pro bowl level left tackle. And it looks like if Evan Neal can follow in his footsteps, I'm going to be really excited about our pass protection and run game. And then Waller, my God, if that guy could stay healthy. I mean, now you had him on fantasy football a year or two ago, Bison. And then there, I remember there was one game where he caught like 18 straight passes. Yeah, and then he was out for three days, I yeah. mean, three games, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's you know if, not unlike. If you can keep him healthy. I'll be very excited about that. And then one more year under Brian Dayball's system, it's exciting. Another team I'm excited about 
that isn't necessarily new, but that things are starting to round into shape is the 49ers. They're, they didn't have um, Christian McCaffrey for all of last year. So this will be their first, you know, off-season camp with him. And um, Ayuk, I've been saying for years that Ayuk is going to be a star wide receiver. And last year, end of the year, he started. And one started, of these years, you're going to be right. No, I think it's this year. The last year Never. at the end of the year, he rounded out into that kind of form. And it sounds to me like Brock Purdy is is ready. He's been throwing since early June. I think uh, I think the Niners could be tough this year. They've their their defense is amazing. They're going to be tough. I mean, Purdy, I, how is he back? I'm not I'm not buying into San Fran at all. It's a twelve buy, it's a twelve week recovery. I mean, yeah, you've got Purdy. Then what do you have? I mean, didn't they they have Sam Darnold? And Trey, Trey Lance. Lance, yeah, Trey Lance and Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy. Well, I would, I would be concerned. I, they've been there with Jimmy G, and I mean, they seem to. Jimmy G is good quarterback. Uh, listen, I don't... the most exciting thing that's going to happen this year is seeing Jimmy G in in Vegas. I mean, yeah. what could fucking go wrong yeah, there? Right? right. right? Uh, what right. could possibly? He's going to miss a game one Sunday because yes. he wakes up and doesn't know where he is. Yeah, oh, <laughs> alert the porn stars. Alert the porn stars. What that, else? San, what else? That, you, that, that San Francisco defense is missing one very, very big piece, and that is D'Amico Ryan's, who's now the Texans coach. Yeah, and I right. think Ryan's is a big, big part of that. I'm interested to see what happens that defense without him. What do you guys think? Sean Payton does for the Broncos. Well, that's what I was going to just raise. I mean, what happens to the Russell Wilson? With Sean Payton as his coach, I mean, does does he? he I mean, do the Broncos get what they thought they were getting? I the, I think that Sean Payton is not going to tolerate a lot of the stuff that Russell's coaches have tolerated in the past. I mean, if you think about the downfall of Russell Wilson, it goes back to one play in the Super Bowl, where his in order to soothe his giant ego, Pete Carroll threw the ball on the goal line instead of handing it off to Lynch and the Patriots intercepted the ball and they lost the Super Bowl that they had what? in the bag. Why does why does Russell why does every guy's ego story come out like five years after the game and, and you've I seen mean, all the shit from his teammates. None of his teammates say that when they respect him. And and Sean Payton is going to run the ball down the throats of the AFC this year. The, apparently, um, Javante Williams is ready. They have a great offensive line now. They're, I think they're just going to run the shit out of the ball, and Russell's going to make a bunch of safe throws. I like. I, I am buying. I'm not selling on the Broncos. I am buying on the Broncos. I I think Russell Russell Wilson's head will get together, and to the extent he is going to throw, I think you talk about Brandon Ayuk. That's the guy you want to watch for me i want to watch what jerry judy does this year i think Ju judy has the potential to be a superstar with a good quarterback we'll see if russell wilson is that good quarterback but he's got the right coach for it i think the broncos what they were five and 12 last year i add four wins to that at least yeah all right i mean what about the jets are the jets still the jets even though they got aaron Rodgers? i say yeah. yes they are yeah and Aaron Rodgers is no longer Aaron Rodgers either. Nope. Oh no, man. But we all, we all of us, I think all of us really like Brees Hall. He's healthy. Yeah. yeah. He's true. Right. We we all really like Sauce Gardner. Yeah. Um, he's a stud. We like Garrett Wilson, their wide receiver. We, they've got they picked up Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, who Rodgers Hardiman. Yeah. So I don't know for me actually talk about a coach adding or subtracting their problem is that who's running their offense that guy who was a deer in headlights who was the coach of the broncos last year nathaniel hackett that's oh the, god that's the jets offensive coach but he might be a better coordinator i think he was a pretty good um coordinator at green bay he just is not head coach material their defense is pretty damn good yep and i think rogers is a huge addition that they were seven and ten. Yeah, I mean they could get eleven and six very easily. 
That's huge. They got to play the Bills twice and the Dolphins twice. That's true. I, I got a, a, I got a, a question. House, you're losing your your beloved Eagles lost both coordinators, right? Yeah. What is that? How does that shake out? It means you made the Super Bowl, and they're very young, popular. I, I listen. I know why it happened. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. that, that's a that could be a big we, thing. I mean. Everyone's we were ready to Eagles. run Jonathan Gannon out of town. He was never that popular. His stats were good, but there was a lot of questions with his scheme. He went to the Cardinals. Okay. I, I think the bigger loss is Shane Steichen, uh, I mean, our offensive the, coordinator who went to the Colts. The the uh, What was the defensive coordinator who you hated? Who is it? Jonathan Gannon or Jim Gannon. Schwartz? Yeah. Gannon. Gannon's who you hated, right? Yeah. I mean – I love the storyline now that you're ready to run him out of town just because he had signed on to become the head coach before. And everybody like, like these storylines come up after the fact all the time. He was unpopular during it. Don't you guys know the the most. I don't remember that. I don't don't remember the most important change coming to next year. Don't you guys know the the most important thing is the change in the uniforms coming for these teams. Did you guys know that the Tennessee Titans. The t- Tennessee Titans are going to be running out with the Houston Oilers uniforms for some games. Those are amazing. Yeah. The cr- the creamsicles in Tampa. I can't I, wait. I cannot wait. The Kelly Green is coming. The Harold back. Carmichael Uni. And we the will C- love it. Play, right? the, the Seahawks are running back the '90s uniforms. Yeah, love it. Um, NFL got smart. Uh, absolutely. We should play half our games in the. What do you think? Um, who's the new running back? You. You got in the off seasons for Are the you... Eagles. For the Eagles. Oh, Rashad Penny. No, or no. or um um uh Swift. Swift. Yeah, Swift. Yeah, he could be big, right? I mean, yeah, is he healthy? Is yeah. he healthy? Yeah, he's healthy. He's fine. If the Eagle, if the Eagles would just run one running back, one lead running back, you know, thirty times a game with that offensive line, he could be yeah. amazing. Yeah. And then have Penny the come in and punish year. him at the end of the game. They're going to run the ball a lot. I think you we guys could probably all agree though that the the Cowboys are going to suck. Oh, oh, yeah. for sure. All right, Always. they're going to be terrible. Yeah, Horrendous. of course. Of course. I mean, there's very little they can do to improve. I mean, Dak is Dak is terrible. Um, How many Pollard, times can you give Pollard the ball? I don't know. And, and Pollard right. probably now that Pollard's the guy, he probably won't produce. I think it's going to be very sad. You're, you, you know, Mike McCarthy is dead man walking already, right? It's it's very sure. sad. It's very it's going to be a sad season in Dallas. Yeah. What do you Short guys leash. think about? Is this the year that the Cleveland Browns take a step forward? I mean, Deshaun Watson maybe has put some of the problems from last year behind him. Gets a full season. They brought on. Zadarius Smith from the Vikings. I don't know how they pulled that one off to add to Miles Garrett. They picked up Elijah Moore. There's rumors that they could still get D hop. I don't know though. I find the Browns kind of intriguing in that division. Yeah. You've got the Bengals um, Steelers eh. you know, Ravens Ravens have some question marks. I, I, you know, I know they brought in Odell and Lamar's guys contract, but the, the Browns seven and 10, I think they take a couple wins forward. How many? I don't know. I, I was I was reading something about um, analysis of teams' offensive lines, and the Browns are rated elite in the offensive line Ouch. category. Yes, Chubb yes. is healthy, and yeah. they have a quarterback uh, who can I, actually el- elude the rush crazy. and maybe this make is, a couple of throws downfield. They're going to be good. Just stop. Just Their stop. Defense. I mean, awesome. seriously. Just you guys. You're talking about. I'm sorry. The the Browns. The Browns are going to be good. I'm with Toby. The, I'm with the Browns are the Mets. No, period. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They are. It's all. They it all suck. comes down to Deshaun. That's true. Yeah. It all comes. Milk. Down. Down. I want to know. Are you? Are you? Uh, are you scared of the Falcons in your division or no? God, no. I mean, no. The, the, their changes. The, they don't scare you at all. No, I mean, I think the Saints are probably the really the front runner. Who's the yeah. Falcons? I mean, they have they have the picture. most Desmond Ritter. Desmond Wait a Ritter. Minute. I mean, he's just he's just one sprained ankle away from Taylor Heineke coming in and that's true saving the day. 
say. It's well, talk, about, talk about a team that's going to run the ball a lot. The legend of Taylor Heineke. The South. NFC South will suck again next year. I don't. I don't care that Derek Carr. Derek Carr's not that great. I think he's underrated. He. I saw a stat where he had. He has one of the worst like touchdown percentages in the red zone, like in the NFL. Something mm-hmm. like he completely collapses in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Is um, Michael Thomas back? Yeah, I think he actually is. God, he's ancient. Ancient, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'll tell you what, I'm really excited to see Detroit. I'm really excited excited to see Jacksonville. I mean, I think these yeah, are types Jacksonville. Of Jacksonville with Ridley. Yeah. Uh Jacksonville will be fun. Lawrence. And is this does, the year, like it's at what does Lawrence do you, supplant? Does he supplant um what's his name in San Diego? Justin uh, Herbert? No. Herbert is as, as the guy as the new guy. I mean, like ha- we've been saying Herbert's the guy, and he's you know, he's gonna be the guy to go to the Super Bowl, and he just ha- they haven't made it happen. Is is Trevor Lawrence now the guy? Maybe he'll be, he'll he'll be the he'll, he'll be right be behind it, Herbert, I think. Don't don't try to steal Travis Etienne away from me in the draft. I think her I think he's I agree with that. I think he's gonna have a massive year. Don't take and him I from think, me. Like this is the year. At what point do, does like Buffalo have to do something? I mean, I know they had the tragedy last, the tragic situation last year, but like at some point they've got to make like a serious run like, here. Win a Super Bowl? Yes. Like at what point is it? It's just like every year it's Josh and, Allen. Yeah, is like Stephon like the Dix, the Kyrie Irving of the NFL? Yes. That's what Ooh, I want to wow. know. Is is that real beef between Diggs and Allen? Because if it is, they got problems. Yeah, because Allen yeah. is bent over backwards to try to protect Diggs from criticism. And everywhere yeah. Diggs goes, he's a problem, right? Yeah, so far. So far. Yeah. Hey, uh, Milk, speaking of Detroit, you know, last year they had, I think the Jamal Williams led the league in touchdowns and is now in the Saints. So maybe that will help with the red zone problem. Yeah, could. I don't know. So much to watch. So much to watch. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Glad training camp starting. Yes, agreed. All right. Tampa. Who's got a punch? Come on, man. I have one. Oh, good. You know how my latest pet peeve is sort of middling, mediocre players who try to get attention by trolling stars. Mm. Oh, I know. You know, like like that dickhead. Like that dickhead that Memphis got rid of recently. Dylan Brooks. Dylan Dylan Brooks. Brooks. So that's where I thought you were going. No, no, no. My my my. This one that really annoys me is Dennis Rodman. Dennis, uh, Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Dennis He's Rodman. still relevant. First of all, first of all, he, I should be going down to Guantanamo to punch him in the face because he's buddies with Kim Jong Un. That's enough. But what's what he's done recently? He, let's face it. When he was on the championship Pistons team, he was the fifth or sixth best player on that team. When he was on the championship Bulls teams, he was maybe the fourth best player on that team. And now he's running his mouth saying that if Larry Bird were to play today, he'd have to play in Europe because he couldn't cut it in the NBA. What a That's fucking absurd. joke that is. That is a joke. It's just that, it's just the worm trying to get a little attention turning. because he's now irrelevant. Turning. He's irrelevant. And, you know, wearing dresses and stuff isn't doing it for him and visiting murderous dictators so now he's got to now he's got to go after the legends of the oh, game too good <laughs> go fuck yourself worm there's a punch Ow. right to right right to your pierced nose <laughs> wow that wow, that's awesome. awesome. i never thought we'd punch dennis rodman didn't have that on the bingo card today no <laughs> didn't i didn't think that would happen ever all right good one <laughs> good one anybody got a, anyone got a lasso 
I got a lasso. I, I do you guys know? I, I'm I'm guessing you don't, but do you, do you know who Hannah Dingley is? No. Have you heard this name? Oh. Hannah John Michael Ding- Schmidt's friend? Yes, exactly. It's <laughs> Dingleheimer the, Schmidt? Yes. She is the date to John... <laughs> whatever. No. Hannah Dingley is now the manager of the Forest Green Rovers, which is a second division team in England. She's the first woman who will ever manage one of the England's top four flight teams, which is a really big deal. We've talked on here before about like, I don't know, would it be Dawn Staley? Um, we talked about, you know, dugout coaches, but it, it's going to happen. There are women coaches uh, across a lot of sports who probably are a hell of a lot more capable than some of the garbage that's coaching these teams. And it's cool to see that this woman, Hannah Dingley, she's on the Forest Green Rover. She's the first woman manager ever of one of England's top four teams. She's in League Two. And uh, while it's an interim manager and they are on the lookout for a permanent manager, I think that's a pretty cool development for what's happening to to sports. Very that's cool. my lasso. Cool. That's All awesome. Right. All right, buzzer beaters. I got a couple tonight, but I want to throw one to you, House. Um, what is going on with Christian Pulisic? Christian Pulisic is now on AC Milan for $22 million. They uh, Chelsea sold him. He just could not get in the lineup over there. And he has gotten a hero's welcome over in Italy. They love having him there. And uh, I don't know. I think, I think given the right situation, I think he can not be a superstar, but I think he can be a very, very good player on a team. I think it's a good setting for him. Uh, it, the Premier League might have been a little bit above his grade, but I think he'll be, I think he'll be very good in Serie A for AC Milan. Captain America, the great American hope couldn't cut it, huh? It's a but, tough uh, place to play. That hurts. All right. Who else has a buzzer beater? Well, while we're on soccer, let me just give a shout out to the beginning of the ninth edition of the Women's World Cup, starting in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, Here's some cool things. They've upped the pay, the prize pool, 300%. There's now $110 million at stake for these women, $270,000 per player on the winning team, $4.29 million to the winning team. Same as the men's World Cup, 32 teams, bunch of groups. U.S., if you're looking for that, you know, the famous Alex Morgan, they're in Group E with Vietnam, Netherlands, and Portugal. And uh, it should be a fun thing. It's going for a month, uh, and it'll be on all the kind of the Fox channels with the final on Fox. But if you're looking for some great soccer on the women's side, the Women's World Cup begins uh, next week in Australia New Zealand. Go USA. Awesome. Go USA. Milk, you got a buzzer beater? I do. Yeah. Uh, big congrats to American tennis player Christopher Eubanks. If you didn't hear, he won his round of 16 uh, today. He's into the quarterfinals. African American. Uh, I think he played at Georgia Tech. He's like the number like 43rd player in the country. So this is like a really big run. So he's got a huge quarterfinal ma- uh, match on Wednesday against Medvedev. So Milk's covering tennis. Him. Wow. I'm wow. in time. Come wow. on. Wow. You gotta love it. Okay. We have no, this is like the farthest an American male has gone in Wimbledon in like a decade. <laughs> so we'll see. Cool Rooster? I, you know, I have one. I just can't believe I didn't just think pretend of this. that whole tennis thing just didn't. Yeah, happen. I just can't I'll, believe I'll I, I can't believe I didn't think of this as a lasso. It's such a feel good story. Uh, Larry Nasser was stabbed ten times in prison. Oh that, <laughs> <laughs> and no, no one wept. <laughs> no one wept, <laughs> and no one wept. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, and uh, hey, two last ones here for me. Uh, congrats to Paul Schemes, the number one pick. In the MLB draft last night. Good pickup. Good pickup. Uh, yep. Very, very good pickup. I don't know. A lot of the prognosticators were saying that 
Pittsburgh was going to go with anybody but him. And that was all fool's gold. They were going with the, with the uh, generational pitcher from day one, it looks like. Uh, and then also, uh, did you guys know that Wednesday is when the Netflix series quarterback drops? Oh, this the one the, with Marcus Mariota? The, yeah, yes, Marcus <laughs> Mariota, Kirk Cousins, and Mahomie. Wow, that, uh, that would have been fun 10 years ago. Yes. Yeah. Why is Mariota in that? I have no idea. But this no is their, idea. you know, this is their response to, I guess, drive to survive and and uh, uh, full swing. Yeah, but it drops on a train wreck. Uh, you're you're not going to watch. Everybody on here is going to watch. Of Everyone course, everyone on here is going to watch. So, uh, God. all right. Anybody got anything else? Nope. All right, guys. That's it, man. Have, Have a good, good week. week. We are probably off next week. You never know, but. SMQBs are Brian Bandwagon Pope, who hails from Dallas, Texas, and has never met a first-place team that he didn't have a personal connection to. Michael Rooster Phelan, hailing from Richmond, and who roots for teams from New York, or is it Boston? I can't remember which it was. One or the other. Also, Patrick Milk Michler from Tampa Bay, and he is still massively in love with Tom Brady and will never get over his man crush on the GOAT. Toby House Milrod, a long-suffering sports fan, hailing from Philadelphia, whose Eagles team, mm, they're still looking for another quarterback. And I am Chris Bison-Nace, hailing from Washington, District of Champions. Thanks for listening.